Hello, witches, and welcome to From Moon to Moon, podcast number two or three, depending on how you look at it. Um, our first episode was sort of a little... It was, it was terrible, so we called it episode zero, it was just, we were testing it out, and then the second one I, I consider to be our first official podcast, so go back and listen to those two if you so choose. Um, in this episode, we're gonna just kind of be talking about different stuff that's going on in our lives, and different stuff that we're working on in our magical practices, and it's just gonna be a conversation, and we don't have a, you know, a real legitimate topic picked out for for you guys today or anything like that so hopefully it won't be too boring <laughs> anyway so uh heather what are you witching right now well i finally got my mortar and pestle in the mail and so i've been crushing up everything Yay. mixing it together i made some some funky ones so far there's been a couple duds and i said no i can't keep this understand <laughs> it's all a matter of like experiment at this point <sighs> now there's cinnamon on my phone look at that <laughs> cinnamon and little plastic bags is not they're not friends not friends huh it's just so hard to keep shut oh i know Ugh. i have some some different uh like powdered roots and stuff like that like um, ginger and, and stuff yeah and kava kava powder and stuff like that and so it's like you put it in a bag you cannot close it it's really ridiculous oh yes but um, I've you know started carrying a, a different kind of combination of stones every day. Oh, that's nice. I keep them in my pocket watch pocket because mm-hmm. it's perfect for them. That I can't lose them there. Lately, it's been green adventuring for luck. Uh huh. A quartz crystal to keep me balanced, and I've added amethyst in there for my anxiety as well, and it's made like a huge difference. Well, cool. Though so I need to go through and um cleanse them because i've been using them a lot lately nice the only other thing is that a bunch of a bunch of books came in i got my herb and crystal encyclopedias and my incense oils and brew book so i'm gonna start putting some things together i want to make some potions and some everything i want to make everything mad scientist that's what i feel like especially walking around with this water pestle yay okay so what i am witching lately I'll have to really think about it. I haven't been doing too much uh, stuff with like my magic stuff because I've just been really, really busy because I'm about to be completely finished with school and everything for my uh, undergrad. So I'm like trying to wrap everything up, <laughs> and it's I just have a lot to do, and so I'm kind of kind of doing this. Really, I think I think my biggest magic thing is like right now I'm making sure and I don't know if you consider this magic or not actually but right now I'm just making sure to really give myself time to be like creative as far as like art goes because I uh, recently got a um, like one of those adult coloring books I've been thinking about getting one of those I suggest it I like it a lot um anyway so I got it I got this adult coloring book and it was spring break And I was like, I don't have anything that I actually have to do right now. And so I'm just going to literally sit down here for a couple of hours and just color. And so I started doing this. Uh And and I have these really nice like Prismacolor color pencils that I was using on. But I was uh, just coloring and coloring and coloring. And then like time got away from me. And so I was just like, 
<laughs> basically stayed up until like four or five o'clock in the morning coloring this picture and it was like a really like busy picture like it was a bunch of different like weird shapes that were all stacked on top of each other and stuff and so um, I was just like coloring and coloring and coloring and I was like making it just perfect and beautiful and like really vibrant and you know it was really really pretty but I like basically lost two days of my life oh my goodness I was just coloring this one picture and so my friends were a little bit concerned about me and they were like um maybe you should consider approaching your uh thing a little differently <laughs> And so, like, now I'm working on my second picture in in the book, and I'm sort of, like, I'll do a bunch of, like, work, you know, on, like, my portfolios and stuff that I have to get done for school, and then I'll be like, okay, now it's time to take a break, and I just color, like, one little section of this picture, and then, like, so it's sort of, like, my timeout, you know? Uh-huh. And the reason that I say, like, that's what I'm doing with my witching stuff is because, like, creating art is a very... Um, any kind of like creation of anything to me is 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 magic uh-huh. you know um i think that the act and i sort of discussed this a bunch in uh, the last episode of this podcast of like the act of taking an idea and manifesting it into the actual real physical world is magic to me yep so that's why i say that you know you might consider it magic you might not but it's creative so I like it. <laughs> good, good. So, so, <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Is there anything coming up right now? We have, in the month of April, we have a new moon in Aries and a full moon in Libra, and then Earth Day is the 22nd. But that's really all that we have going on. Yeah astrologically i mean and we don't have any sabbats coming up we could talk about like past experiences that works let's do that well we already talked about like sort of how we got to where we are yeah okay have you ever had a premonition a precognitive dream sometimes i think that i do but it's never anything that's super noticeable significant yeah yeah it's like i'll go and i almost feel like i have deja vu or i have like some weird memory almost like deja vu but like stronger than that like you're like no i i literally remember this i know Mm -hmm. that somehow i saw this you know did i dream it surely i didn't dream it this is completely random but i'm like i feel like i've seen this before okay I can't remember having one that was, like, super specific that or I can't remember it. Hmm. I've had one. I think I know which one you're talking about, too. Oh, you know already? I do, but they don't. Well? Because, like, I'm jealous. You're jealous? Not really, because it was, you know. It's kind of traumatic. A little traumatic, <laughs> but, like, the fact that, the fact that it was uh, the real deal. Yeah, this was a legitimate precognitive dream. I There's, like, very little doubt that this was not a precognitive dream. Yep. I don't think it was just a, a coincidence, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, yeah. So when I was a child, my grandmother had a sister, and she would come over, like, occasionally. It wasn't like she didn't come over very often. I didn't know her really well enough to, like, be having dreams about her. You know what I'm saying? It's like... So anyway, in my dream, 
she, the aunt, had come over to our house, mine and yours, uh-huh. and she needed to talk to my mother about something very, very important, and so I just went, like, in the other room, like, you know, kids do whenever adults need to talk about stuff, and they're sitting, like, they, I think they went back in mom's bedroom or something like that, and... I hear, back in my bedroom, I hear from there, from my mom's bedroom, like this, like screaming and stuff. And I'm like, what is happening? So I go and I look and mom's room is on fire. What? And they like can't get out of the room. Uh-huh. And so I'm like going and I'm trying to help them, but there's like a bunch of stuff in the doorway, like a desk and a space heater. And like, there's, they're just trapped in the room and they die in the dream, uh-huh. you know? And so then, um, I didn't really think anything. I mean, I, obviously I thought that's awful whenever I woke up cause my mom died in my dream, but, uh-huh. but I didn't think much of it other than that. And then like that day, Courtney, our cousin calls and is like, Hey, just wanted to let you know that, you know, Aunt Birdie passed away. And I was like, what? And, um... Yeah. So, the interesting thing was she actually died of lung cancer. And I had a dream that she died in a fire. And so, I think that that's really uh, interesting. She smoked all of her life, you know? Uh Uh-huh. That's probably what has sort of sent me partly, you know, on my journey you know, that I've taken so far because I, whenever I first got into all this like magic stuff, like being psychic and doing divination and stuff like that was really like, that was where I was interested. Uh-huh. You know, it wasn't so much like doing spells and stuff. It was like, I want to read tarot and stuff for other people. Uh-huh. And I want to dream about things and I want to be able to have clairvoyance and this kind of stuff, you know? Oh Yeah. I just thought of a different question. If you could tell yourself, your young witch self, one thing, what would it be? First of all, don't stop learning about stuff. And second of all, you can do whatever kind of magic that you want. There's not only one kind of magic. And just because people that you're associated with or your friends or whatever have one path doesn't mean that you can't have a different path and Uh everyone still be merry. That might be something that I'd say. Although, like, I sort of explored witchcraft from a different angle, and I kind of like that I did. I think that that's really interesting. Uh Uh-huh. So, something that I would tell my former self, I think would be that even though it's really confusing, you know, and the fact that nobody else around you understands, you know, any of the things that you're thinking about, you know, and, you know, they, they are not on the same path that you are. They're not even into magic. They're, they don't believe it, you know, even though there are, you don't have a lot of those people around you who like even understand in any way, like the things that you're interested in, like you will find people and they will be awesome people, you know, and probably I think I would also suggest doing more um, connecting online with people because it it wasn't until maybe the past year or so that I've really actually found groups of people who sort of have very like similar ways of thinking about magic that I do we have run into you know similar ideas you know throughout 
studying and so I've just run into these people and I really you know sort of resonate with them you know what's really frustrating is like back in Arkansas I knew I knew plenty of places to find witches Mm -hmm. and here there does not appear to be any collective groups of of people yeah I could see how that would be like very um you know lonesome yeah you know you have all these different ideas and you have people to talk to about them but they're not near you and so it's a little it's a little frustrating in that way and like you know I wonder to myself should I start like a Facebook group you could I at the same time I think well I have this Facebook kind of thing that's true that is true and I'm like well can't can we just have like dual like chapters or whatever like here's the people in Florida and here's the people in Arkansas you know yeah you could do that if they like need a place and don't have you know a place to go they can go there which is fine with me I would love to build a community of like like-minded people and stuff that would be neat but I don't know how to begin finding them I would like to you know find even just like a couple people. Yeah. You know, I don't need a, a, a bunch of people. I think, I think at least, a, a, you know, a handful would be nice. You know, you're like, oh, I want to do, I'm going to the beach to do full moon. Want to go? You know? Yeah. And then you have someone to, you know, oh, I found this awesome store here. That's, that's a lot of what I'm, I'm looking for is like, mm-hmm. I need someone local that can, tell me where things are and then we can like discover things and things like that you know so yeah the those are nice things to have I could I could understand you know just based on the things that the people in my group have added to you know my own personal practice you know like I I don't often, but I could be like, hey, it's full moon, guys. Do you want to do something? And they'd be totally down for it, you know? Or like, hey, I want to have a discussion group about, you know, this or that and when, with witchcraft. And I could do that, you know? But but yeah, like I, before I had these people, that really wasn't an option. Like I could do some stuff online, but it wasn't quite the same. Yeah. So um, God archetypes, when we talk about you know great gods like and they all have these like attributes and traits Mm -hmm. how normally when you this god as my my patron deity you're like i like these things about you so i'm going to use you all of all of these things that you find in like god archetypes you can find in fictional characters okay because of character archetypes that you find in like story writing Mm -hmm. and i'm like well that all looks the same to me well um interestingly enough i was talking to one of my uh one of my pagan friends about um you know i was basically talking about how you know i'm not a polytheist and uh she is and so i was asking her like what does that mean to you you know like what does that look like in your world in your understanding of it and um I had given the example of like, well, do you, is it, is it just like each God is a different archetype or, you know, is it, is it something else? And she essentially said to me that, um, it was sort of disrespectful in her opinion to simply view a God as an archetype. They're an actual God. They're not an archetype. And then she, she completely differentiated it from the character archetype. Um, and character archetypes can be associated 
with gods. When I think of like a deity, when I'm doing when I'm doing my my pop culture pantheon and mine, you know, are the are the are the Sailor Scouts. I don't sit here and go like, oh, Sailor Sailor Mars, who is governing right now. I think I see things differently. That's okay. Because I don't see Sailor Mars as like a a real person somewhere else or whatever. Yeah, it's just the the attributes that are associated with her. That character is so strong that, like, you know, I'll pretend to, you know, talk to Sailor Mars and stuff. But then I'm pretending. Is that okay? I don't know if pretending is the right word. I think for for this particular instance, I think it's more about really defining what it is that you feel is true. Uh-huh. Because I feel like maybe you don't have sort of the faith that that mindset or that um, sort of worldview requires as of right now, just because... I believe it. Yeah, you have to, you have to like really, really believe like what you're talking about. And you might, you know, sort of... Mostly, I just use the, the imagery. Well, you know, I've, I've, I have fully been open to the idea of working with deities i just i've never found any that really like spoke to me you know what i mean i think if i found one that was just like my jam i probably would you might really be interested in the morrigan have you looked at the morrigan at all i feel like i might have i feel like i feel like she would really like you would dig her a lot she's a a celtic goddess i think i looked at her before Oh, Jesus, no. Did you just find a picture of her? No, like, um, the website I opened started cawing at me. Oh, God. Well, she is associated with the, with a crow, so... Well, I've been thinking lately that I think I think one of my animals is crows. Because I've always really, really, really liked crows. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And they're, like, kind of spooky and, you know, that kind of thing. I love crows. Yeah, I think you should totally look into the Morgan because I think she is right up your alley. And the fact that you're so connected with crows and she like that is, you know, one of the things that she is able to, you know, she's associated with crows and stuff like that. And so um, I need to make my space more witchy. It's very not witchy right now. I need to think about making an altar. I just have a I have a box that I put everything in if I'm going to like because I mostly do my work outside. Um, on my porch. Hmm. I was going to ask you something about magic work. Because I, I think I asked you the other day about casting circles. And if you casted circles or not. I create sacred space. I'm not going to necessarily say that I cast circle. Well, I, I guess that, I guess I am thinking about them differently. Because when I create sacred space, I just do it in my mind. And I just go, whoop. I don't like physically walk around and draw the circle and open and close it and all that stuff. Yeah. Though sometimes I, I have um, gotten it to feel very physical, very real, like being inside an actual space, which was really neat. It was a nice thing. What was it? Oh, I was going to ask, what do you wear to ritual? Do you just do you just wear like comfy clothes? I usually just show up in like my street, my street clothes. Oh, do you? When I used to go to circle, um, you know, we all wore, wore robes and stuff, but I don't really dig robes that much. At least not those kind of robes. Yeah. Um... A lot of the people in my group do have, like, ceremonial robes and, um... Do you have ceremonial clothes? Do you feel the need? 
No, um, I should, I should have some, like I, I need to go just designate, you know, go shopping, designate like one, what, like a dress probably because I really, like, I really like dresses as long as they're comfortable. I need to just like deem a dress my, you know, magic dress. And so if I'm going to do anything, like if I'm going to do like a full moon thing or if I'm going to do, you know, a go to circle then I could wear that yeah I always end up wearing my kigurumi outside just because I figured like I wanted to be as comfortable as possible yeah that sounds like a great a great thing to wear (laughs) though I mean I wear it at other times too yeah so it's not really that sacred (laughs) no I don't do like crazy long rituals and stuff too like I go I burn a candle I put some intent in it and then I move on I do a lot of like meditative stuff and in order to do meditative stuff, I literally have to be wearing something that's comfortable that I could sit in for, like, an extended period of time. Um, what is your favorite stone right now to work with? Which one just sings to you? I've been working a lot with Green Adventuring. I recently added the amethyst to it, and the amethyst made such a difference. That, like, now they're kind of competing for, like, who's my faves right now. Yeah. For the majority of it, it was the Green Adventuring. Yeah. That one that one I hung out with for, like, a while. That one's good at, you know, just making things, making things run smoothly. Yeah. And I think I'm going to either make a necklace with just a amethyst on it, and then it, I just, like, a choker kind of thing. Or I thought about making something that I can put stones in depending on what stones I want Mm -hmm. and like change them out instead of having to like one for each different occasion just swapping out my actual stones yeah I mean you can buy cages like stretchy cages and like I thought about that yeah um I used to have a necklace that um that it was like it was almost like a locket but it was like bulbous so that you could put a stone inside it but it was like it was it was like a cage, you know, where it had, like, bars on it, you know, so you could actually see the stone and everything. But it, anyway, it, it, like, clasped closed like a locket does. Um, That's super cool. I had I had one that had, like, a giant chunk of tiger's eye in it. Her name means nightmare? She's spooky. She's very scary. <laughs> That's why I thought that you might like her. Who are you working with as far as, like, deities go? Who are your stand-in deities right now? Yeah, I, I'm not... I'm not working with a particular energy right this second, which I might should just, my thing is that I don't, I don't want to commit myself to a God unless I know why I'm doing it. And I have a really clear understanding of like how uh, to do it and, and who to work with and who's right for me, that sort of thing. And I know that I could do like a temporary, like stand in sort of deal, but um, I just don't have any um, God or goddesses that really 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 just speak to me um artemis does actually a little bit so i might look into artemis Uh uh-huh but at the same time i have this sort of like reservation with working with a god that is associated with a particular pantheon because i don't want to commit myself to that one pantheon uh, which I know that a lot of people don't. A lot of people mix and match, and they just, you know, will will use a god from, you know, an African, you know, tribe, tribal culture or whatever, and then they'll use a Greek god or, you know, something like that, and they ha- they create their own pantheon. And I'm just not developed 
in my own figuring out of, you know, for myself. Like, I don't know how I feel about doing that um, yet. I, ha- I would have to think about it. Uh-huh. Um, so anyway, that's sort of, that's sort of where my reservations are about working with particular gods and goddesses, but I do work with archetype, uh, magic character archetypes, and, and I have a sort of archetypal pantheon that, that I work with a bit, and a lot of it right now, most of my, uh, people right now are associated with, like, creating art, and creativity and stuff like that. I, I, I noticed I was like making a list the other day of like all the all the archetypes that I was sort of feeling drawn to work with and um, all of them had something in common and that's that they are they're either, you know, real life people, you know, that that are, are known for their art or they are, you know, characters that are very creative in the ways that they do things. So I think that must be something that I'm feeling really drawn toward right now is just being creative, creativity. And I think I have a theory on why that is that all of a sudden I'm, I'm putting a lot of emphasis on creativity, but no, I think, I think it's, it's more of a psychological thing that I've discovered about myself. And that's like, whenever I got into, is it fun? No, not really. It's just just a thing. Oh. But whenever I got into um, my writing program, I sort of unconsciously decided that that was that was a, a thing that was going to satisfy this this my like need for creativity mm-hmm. um, because it has to do with writing and you have to be able to be really creative with writing and come up with ideas and you know all this different stuff. Yeah. Anyway, I I think that it hasn't really been fulfilling that part of me lately. And so I'm just like, it's sort of exploding out of me right now. Like you have to be creative because you don't have a creative outlet like you once thought you did, you know? Uh So I I guess I just misunderstood (laughs) what creativity meant to me at the time. And and anyway, it's... I'm like looking at pictures of Morgan... Yeah, I think you'll really like her. She's creepy. She's well. There's a picture here of her with like a scythe, some battle armor, and some crows. I don't know how one connects to a god or goddess. I have gone in a meditation and and asked to speak with particular people, you know, to work with, and like I've I've talked to the Morgan before, and she wasn't particularly uh, nice to me. <laughs> we we had a class. Um, on the Morgan. Whenever I go into meditation, all I can hear is myself. I don't know how to discern, like, my my actual just, like, random thoughts from divine wisdom. Well, I think part of it um, is about believing that the things that come through for you. I think belief has a lot to do with it. Is like, sort of believing in yourself and the ability to do this. And then also, one might theorize that God is in you and so if you're talking to yourself in that way then then perhaps you know it is God talking to you but it is also you talking to you so I mean it kind of just depends maybe I'm thinking about this wrong maybe so I mean I I really think that if why don't you go see if you can find online somewhere like a meditation on the Morrigan um, and she might really like you. I don't know. She, I don't think she, I don't think she was for me. 
You're you're not like a super dark spirited person though either. I am. That's really true. That's really true. I'm sort of a light and love kind of kind of person, and I think that she's she's not into that. <laughs> she's like, go away. You're annoying me. <laughs> So that's about it. Sorry if it was a little rambly. Um, well, anyway, so I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, we'll be back for the next moon, which is going to be a full moon in Libra around, I don't know, like the 20, 21st or something like that. I have to look at my calendar. I don't know off the top of my head. Um, but anyway, so we'll see you for that. <laughs> Bye. Bye. This episode used music from binsound.com.